2: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
3: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door.
5: Hello and welcome to another episode of But Am I Wrong? My name is Megan.
4: And my name is Melissa. Together we make the delicious chocolate concoction coated in candy. We melt in your mouth and not in your hand.
5: I'll melt in your hand if you if you play your cards, right? <laughs> if you ask nicely, I'll melt wherever you want me to fucking melt.
4: So you're an asker. I'm a teller.
5: I I boss people around... All fucking day. I don't need to be bossed around in the bedroom.
4: See, I boss people around all day.
5: I need, I, I don't, I don't want to have to make decisions. Welcome to another episode. If you're brand new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a great place. I, some might say we're an acquired taste, but I say
4: you need to acquire some taste.
5: Is that a household line, line?
4: It is a That's house the, line. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like it would be a household line. Is. And it literally is. Who is it? it? Is. I feel like it's an OC person.
5: That's ironic. No offense. Actually, full offense to Orange County. There's no yes. there's no taste to Orange
4: County. Or maybe it's a Ramona line.
5: I will excuse it from any any place except for Orange County.
4: No, uh Ramona has been fired because her racism has been now. Oh infringed. no,
5: no. I don't mean excusing the person, but I mean like I think that it's yeah, I could see it being a realistic claim. If you live anywhere except for Orange County, it is a
4: Ramona. It is a Ramona. She is New York. Okay. And she recently has been fired from everything because she said, I'm not even going to oh, say I it for saw. you. But oh, you saw it. Okay.
5: And also, like,
4: I was like, what shifted? Because this to me is like, isn't this just what she's been doing? Yes. She literally parties in Mar-a-Lago Mar- Mar- yeah. every weekend. It's never been explicitly in writing. And now there's no like, well, isn't it in writing to a producer? She plays dumb a lot. Yeah. Also. And so she's like, oh, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. But now there's no not understanding.
5: No. And they have a new show, so they don't necessarily need
4: her. No, but they were bringing it back. And then she was supposed to be at BravoCon and got mm-hmm. fired from that. And then they have like all the spin off shows that they go on trips now. So Peacock opened a whole new the app. Hoping a whole new lane for those producers. Because now they just make up shit.
5: That is wild. (laughs) Maybe that'll be our next venture.
4: Just make up shit.
5: (laughs) Yeah. We just start just making up the most outlet. Like, when I see some of the reality TV shows get made and I'm like, okay, if we're just saying shit, maybe my reality TV show... About people who go on dates and then we tell them that they're related is like legit. I like hate that this is dumb. so much. No, I do too. I was saying like that's like the worst possible thing that could happen. But now I'm at this point of being like, I give it three weeks before that shit's fucking on Netflix.
4: It could be a TLC show.
5: Yeah, like Milf Manor. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably close. Well, um, this truly has almost nothing to do with um our actual podcast, uh, except it does a little bit because this is you know ethical shit talking. We have three different segments. We will explain each of them before we get into them. But just know, we're talking shit. And the only people who haven't really consented to us talking shit are the people in the third category, which are maybe politicians, pop culture, news, current events. Dak Shepard is one who I will constantly repeat. And, and, and yeah, and we have an episode on Friday called Fisting Friday, where you can vote on who you think was wrong in each of the circumstances that we go over in today's episode. And it's a great time. It is. You can also go onto Patreon to watch the video version.
4: Yeah, because you don't want to miss what Megan just did. Anyway, should we get into our first segment? I think that's a great idea. Our first segment is called But Am I Wrong? And that's when we propose something from our own lives. It could be a hot take. It could be us actually being wrong in a situation. And we propose it to each other and to you. And then it gets a vote on. I'm up first. This comes out either you're hearing this on November twenty second, twenty third, or twenty fourth. I love um, that it's it's a holiday week, so I'm gonna give it a little breathing room. And so um last year I did Thanksgiving hot takes. This year I'm gonna do Black Friday hot takes. Black Friday in itself is a hot take.
5: I can't wait until your Veterans Day hot takes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right. Black Friday, hot takes. They're not going to be funny. I'm just stating things that are facts to me. First of all, Black Friday sucks. Stay home. Number one, you aren't really getting a deal. What the fuck is a doorbuster? All you're doing is busting your ass for a sucky, low quality TV that isn't actually worth it. The big box stores usually just have extra inventory and they're getting rid of the shit that they don't want anyways, or they uh, hiked up the price the month before and then just drop it on that day to make it look like it's on sale when it's actually not. Number two, the stores are going to be overly crowded and your immune system sucks. Most of us were in the house for two, three years and uh, our immune systems went down. Yes, COVID is still a thing, but also there are other illnesses out there even just getting the common cold now sucks. Number three, it also triggers impulsive shopping and you'll buy things that you don't need. Number four, violence. Let's not forget that people have gotten beat up and trampled to death to get $20 off of a vacuum cleaner. Let's also not forget that those exact same deals are online the week before and they will be the week after. People have started bringing pepper spray and just spraying it in people's eyes to get an Xbox. And there has been an increased number of stabbings and shootings. And finally, number five, capitalism. When Black Friday was first proposed, it was for financial records. It was once a common accounting practice where We would use red ink when we were making marks in a notebook or on your computer. And so Black Friday is just a way for the stores to get out of the red and take your money. And uh, that is it. That's all I got. Just don't support small businesses. If we have a store up at some point, support that because we Mm -hmm. are a small woman, partially black owned business.
5: Also partially small. <laughs> I'm quite tall.
4: Boy, there's two people that work here.
5: Yes, and one of them is virtually checked out all the time, and that one is me.
4: <laughs> Actually, there's more. I should say there's more. There's me. There's you. There's Coco. There's so Melanie. If we're doing the
5: store, it's just us. Yeah. Yeah. um Which is, and a, a lot of that's me, and that's why we don't have it right now.
4: So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Black Friday. No. And that's all I have. I'm obsessed with Black Friday.
5: I think it's like such a fun event. I had a friend who shit their pants on Black Friday while we were shopping. And so we called it Brown Friday for like years. And I just think like the concept of it is like hilarious. Once you got to like the the stabbings and the shootings, I was like, oh, okay. Because I was like, I do miss the drama of Black Friday. Like I miss like the newscasts of like people being like, they're waiting out here. Like you just Traferby know you're not. burby
4: and Elmos.
5: Yeah. Like you know you're actually not getting that good of a deal. Um, but now that I know that, like, people are dying, like, I I don't want to bring that. I don't need right. that level of drama back. Um, Don't arm them. But I will say, if you are smart about it, first never get anything, any fucking thing on, quote-unquote, sale on Amazon. Nothing is ever on sale on Amazon. Like, that is no. all a fucking scam and a lie. Prime Day, all a fucking scam and I a lie. I also
4: have an app that shows me that tracks when things are going up and down. Yep. Anyway, so, it's the- never so
5: only thing i'll say is if you want to get a tv specifically like and best buy best buy really like the most but i will say the biggest hack for anyone who wants to get the really hella hella good deal on black friday is buying a refurbished tv with a warranty on black friday the tv won't work they'll set it up and then they have to come bring you a brand new one that is way more expensive than the old ass one That is refurbished that they're trying to offload from their inventory during Black Friday.
4: And to that, we call it an ethical scam because they were being unethical and then you got one over on them.
5: Mm -hmm. I say the same thing for refurbished blenders, Vitamixes, all of that kind of stuff. And I will sing the praises of Macy's. There are certain stores where it's like, do that online shopping. (laughs) Macy's is
4: on sale all year long. No, I know. It's the Macy's Sneed still. <laughs>
5: you get like, the thing that kills me is like, you, they will have like free people and it's like brand new dress released yes. on free people's website and they go $4 and free people's like yes. 200 And you're like,
4: how is this allowed? Or like Nike. Here are some brand yes. new Nikes. They're sold out everywhere. Would you like them for free? And you're, like, at night, I get okay. all all my like uh-huh. athletic stuff. I get it at Macy's. Bedding, great at yep. Macy's. Kitchenware, everything. Kitchenware, Yes. You need a good uh, present for somebody for a wedding. A Martha Stewart? Find where they are registered. And then you can find kind of it Macy's. at Macy's for
5: $2. No, Macy's is like, we've got a whole ass parade to worry about. You can mm-hmm. have all this shit for free. Like, yes. that is where I'll say, like, if you do, do your shopping smart, like, be smart about it. And I think that, like, I only ever go back to, like, the same places, like, that I know. And I don't go in person. I only do online. Yeah, I do got to say, though. The holiday shopping, getting it done the day after Thanksgiving, is hella nice.
4: I hate it. I like the rush. The day of <laughs> day that is Christmas. like
5: legitimately like I I would I would crumble in the fetal position. Like I would I can't I would lose my mind. Nah. I respect that we all have different things, and when that means that I don't have to fight with you for a place on in the virtual digital line checking out at Macy's. And you don't have to fight with me in line on Christmas Eve.
4: I got all my uh, travel clothes because I like to keep my travel clothes when I'm on a plane in the same spot. Because then I just wash it in hot water and then don't touch it again until I'm traveling. And I got all that at Macy's. Perfectly normal. <sighs> well, I mean, I personally
5: don't agree with you, but I'm happy we have different viewpoints because it makes it easier for me to get my get my sales. But I did say you can go online. Oh no! So yeah, then I do agree, agree with everything. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I was disagree with you until you said doing. people were dying, and I was like, okay, I can't stand <laughs> that. Sorry, people are dying, Megan. You know what? And that is where I, I draw. I draw the line there at death. And I do. We all have our. We all have our limits, and that's fine. Um, which is crazy for some people. So, um, <laughs> my hot take is more people should walk around with the daily fear in their lives of being haunted like I think all of the actions regardless of what you believe in like the like afterlife or whatever it is we too many people are walking around here you know people that say like we said this with comedians where it's like you know comedians like you you should be worried that someone's going to come up on stage and punch you in the face if you say something like racist or sexist or homophobic or like hella fucking offensive like you should not feel like this. This is not a safe place. Like you, you should be on on high alert and also like continually to check yourself. But specifically in the terms of haunting, like I just think some of these some things that people say, some things people do, some things people advocate for. I'm just over here being like your grandchildren's grandchildren. You're about to curse them for all. Turn-. Like the idea that like you, you can just say and wish horrible things upon people and nothing's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Like, I think about this all the time. I'm nice to my electronics because Transformers can come come true one day. But this idea that some people have that what they say and what they do, it ends with them here. That's, that's freaky to me. Like, that's a little, like, I think that is spookier than the concept of you're going to get fucking haunted. Like, someone's ancestors are going to come for you. And like, come on. I I just think that we would all if we incorporated a bit more of that quote-unquote fantasy into our lives, I think we would act better. I think people would act better if there was a real threat. And I'm I'm fine planting fake scientific evidence that there's a threat that you'll be haunted. I think it'll save a lot of us.
4: Well, to that, you know, you said about getting fucking haunted. And I believe that there's a thin line between fear and excitement. And a fantasy of mine is to get... Fucking haunted. Haunting and fucked. So I don't disagree. Our reasoning might be slightly different. Just slightly. But yeah, I don't disagree. There you go. And you know what?
5: I knew you were going to be my co-captain in this. All <laughs> aboard the spooky ship. You're here on the quest for fucking ghosts. I'm here on the quest of getting these ghosts to going haunt some of these bitches. Help yeah. them get their fucking acts together. Like you think about that in like movies where it's like someone's like, I don't know. They're, they're a bully or there's something. I just watched the, I've been watching, re-watching the Harry Potter series. Of mods. But there's like a scene in the third one where like Malfoy and his friends are like giving Harry and, her, I mean, giving Ron and Hermione shit. And Harry has the invisibility cloak on. He like pants them and starts like, you know, throwing snowballs at them. And they freak out. Like if you, there was like an invisible thing fucking with you while you were doing bad things, maybe you would stop doing bad things
4: what if I want to do bad things so then they fuck with me?
5: Okay, but you're the things that you would be doing that are bad are very different than the things that I'm telling you about these people are about to get haunted for. Like, they're cursing (laughs) their goddamn fucking souls. I'm just like, ooh, your grandkids are going to be like, why am I the most unlucky person in the entire fucking
4: world? And it's going to be like, "Uh uh-oh. Yep. I mean, you know, I've always had that script idea in my head. You're not wrong. And on that note, it's time to take a break. For J.D.
0: Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
4: In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love.
5: This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I, like, love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and, like, what books they have available. And I I, I, love, I love everything about it. So I'm so excited at, for someone who, like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel, like, really daunting. So to have, like, a service where it's, like, you're going to get, like, high-quality hardcover books, which... That's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that Book of the Month, you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get.
4: Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors.
5: And it's time for our second segment, which is, but are you wrong? Where you, our listeners will write in with the situation that you are currently dealing with and the, the perils you are having, wondering if you would be wrong for doing X, Y, and Z. And we will assign you the role of hero or villain. It has to be under 300 words and you can send it to Wrong Pod at gmail.com. Let us know your age, keep it all anonymous so you can use pseudonyms, fake names. And um, we will tell you if, you're wrong.
4: All right. Hi, Megan and Melissa. This is about myself, 20 she, her, and my boss, 53 she, her. For context, I work in a very non-traditional hair salon of three people, including myself, who at the moment is an assistant with none of my own clients. Last Thursday, there was a lot of finding in my home, still live with parents, that led me leaving with bare minimum essentials. While not knowing how I was going to access a shower or get makeup slash clothes appropriate for the standard of the salon, I decided it would be best to preemptively let her know I wasn't going to make it in. I let her know it was a family issue. I wasn't ready to discuss yet, but would let her know more Monday at work and apologize knowing it's an inconvenience, but figuring out my next steps was more important than stressing out about work. This morning at work, she asked what happened. I explained and then she basically said, I'm glad you're safe, but it was an inconvenience that you were gone and you should have looked at my schedule and considered that before calling out and to give her more of a reason next time. She kept saying she didn't want to make me feel bad, but kept saying we all have shit and you got to come in to work sometimes and that she ran late and didn't get to eat anything. I would also like to note that in six months I've worked with her. I've never once called out or not shown up and I have never even been late. Am I wrong for thinking it was a bit inconsiderate of her to ask me to prioritize her and her business over my situation? No, you're not wrong. I also think this is a generational thing because. Gen X people and boomers, they are like the type of people like you go to work no matter what while millennials, Gen Z, I'm sure the alpha people will be the same way of like mental health. If you have to take a mental health day, then take it and I don't need an explanation and that's it. But you're not wrong. Um, She was being an asshole and I'm sure she was speaking from stress, but. When you have a business, you have to realize that sometimes you have to pick up the slack. Well, I wouldn't even call it slack. You have to complete the tasks that other people might have that they were doing in order for the business to keep going.
5: Yeah, I I agree with everything that like I think um, specifically in not even just all cosmetology, like specifically in hair, your (laughs) mood is... incredibly important and like your mental health is important like it is hairstylists are unpaid I mean they're therapists as well like there's like a lot of that and like being like emotionally checked in and there for your clients but also like as an assistant you know most of what your job is is to be learning from her and she needs to be able to do her job without you it could be inconvenience it could be annoying sure But like, really what that is, especially in such a small salon like that, like, if if one person calls out for any reason, and it makes your workday harder, and you are the boss, that is your fault in in Mm -hmm. the hiring. Like, if it like really fucks up and ruins everything, you have no one to cover, you have none of that kind of stuff, like, that is on the structure of it. And that's also not your responsibility. Like, you're the assistant, that's on her. And I think like... I think that part of the reason why she's even phrasing like this, being like, you know, we all have our stuff. It's like, she's trying to make this a teachable moment for you. And again, like, it's very similar into how most hairstylist assistant relationship is. Like, I'm trying to, like, really have this be, like, a teachable thing. But if it was, if it was cool and it was fine and she understood, especially after, like, knowing what the specific circumstance was, I think you're right. I think it's just a generational thing of being like, well, this still needs to be a lesson because like, I might've gone into it being like, oh, you know what? This is a good like lesson to be like sometimes. And like here are how I get through when I'm having like personal issues through my work day. And like, I also think that like, it sounds like you show up and you don't have the right outfit. Like she might've even been upset, like, mm-hmm. you know, and being like, okay, so you're worried about the outfit. Like how about we keep an extra outfit here? This is something I would do. Like she could have had that be the teachable moment, but instead, after, like, finding out specifically, like, what had happened and, like, knowing that it was, like, very intense and that, like, specifically her saying, like, I'm glad you're safe. And then to be like, well, this still can be a teachable moment. It's like, right. well, you no, know. you 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 might have misread the room before, but, like, now now you know the room. So, like, don't do that.
4: Right. And, like, when someone that works with me gets sick or they, like, go out of town or, like, something last minute comes up and work has to be done i just do it and i will like i'll even say like if you have stuff to do like don't worry about like you like stuff non-work stuff like if you have other things to do and you can't be here to do work don't worry about it. i'll do it like i just that's what you do when you own a business when it's a small business
5: and especially one that requires uh, requires you to not just like be behind a computer screen crunching out numbers like mm-hmm. that requires you to be emotionally even if not physically present, but like that you need to show up for in a meaningful way because it, it's creative or whatever it is. It's always going to be a back. Like someone's always and then one other person and then people will grant the same grace towards you. And mm-hmm. that burnout mentality is, incre- I think, specifically incredibly dangerous when it comes to hairstylists because you can make so much fucking money And then you never see your family. You never have friends like you because it is just nonstop how much money you can make if you burn your if you like completely wreck
4: yourself. And that's hard. And what you did was you checked yourself before you wrecked yourself.
5: Yep. And that's what you should do. So you're Mm -hmm. not wrong.
4: All right. Next one.
5: Hello, Eminem. My roommate always comes into the kitchen while I'm in there. I could be taking 10 minutes in the morning to make coffee and tidy up and she'll come in to make slash grab breakfast. Even though she started work at least an hour earlier, we both work from home. If I start making dinner at 4 p.m., she'll choose to start cooking then as well. If I wait until 7 p.m., she will too. One time I was boiling pasta, she put two other pans on the stove and took up 90% of the counter space, making it nearly impossible for me to finish my meal. She'll also come in when I'm putting away groceries, trying to clean, etc. To be clear, I'm never using the kitchen for more than 20 to 30 minutes at a time. I purposely make really quick meals. It's also a small galley kitchen, so there's really not room for two people to be using it at once. I don't think she does it to have company because she doesn't even try to chat with me typically. I've asked her to wait until I'm finished in the kitchen to come in, but she either refuses or just hovers instead, i.e. she'll sit at the kitchen table on her phone and swoop in periodically when I'm off to one side. Or if I'm washing the dishes, she'll decide that that's a good time to fill up her water bottle and stand behind me, waiting to refill the pitcher at the sink. Then if I take a step to grab a dirty dish from the stove, she swoops in and I'm left waiting for her with soapy hands. The kitchen is empty for at least 22 hours of the day, but she rarely chooses to use it then. Am I wrong for finding this unbelievably annoying? The fact that you have not punched her in the face. I'd be so mad. I have a really big issue with personal space. Like, I love Mott's to death. I love that boy to death. But sometimes if he's like, hey, I can't find this thing. Can you help me look? And I will look. He is, I can feel his breath on my ear. And I'm like, if you don't step back from me, like, I cannot be, you cannot, I cannot be held accountable for what I'm about to do. Like, I am like, get, like I need breathing or like get out of my personal space so that specifically when I am near cutlery I'm like do you have a fucking death wish like that is the most annoying thing in the entire fucking world and when we lived in when we lived in like the mountain house for like what, four months or something like that in Colorado during earlier parts of the pandemic and it was me, Max, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and typically cook I would cook me and his Maud brother, we would cook dinner and his wife is a vegetarian. So we would cook two separate things. So we would see one person is in the kitchen and then it would be like, oh, okay, I'll either come hang out with you in like the wider room and space, see if you need any help with anything, or I will see that you're there, ask what how long you think you've got left to it, and then I will come back when you are done. But like the fact that you're being like, hey, can you wait? And it's like, no. That's actually fucking insane to me.
4: The last time that I had a roommate um some years ago, I would purposely cook around when I knew she wasn't there because we had a small galley kitchen too. And it would be annoying if the two of us were in there. Even I would I mean, there'd be times where like she would come in and get something out the fridge while I was there. And I was annoyed with her being that close to me, but like she was just in and out. So, um, no, you're not wrong because this is annoying and I don't understand why they need to be in there at the same time that you're there, but talk it out with them. (laughs) Maybe have like scheduled times when you're in the kitchen.
5: I would also just every time that they walk in, I would just leave the kitchen.
4: But what if you've got something boiling on the stove?
5: I would turn it off and I would leave it there. And then I would stand with my arms crossed and be like, let me know. I'll just wait until you're done. Like I would out petty her. At this point because like when you've said like hey can you wait until i'm done and it's like no or it's just like sitting there refusing like i would just reciprocate and then every time you hear her go into the kitchen or like maybe like one day then like don't go into the kitchen like does she cook and then as soon as she goes into the kitchen follow her there and just stand there and like just annoy her back until she realizes how fucking annoying she is or you could have a conversation i feel
4: like somebody (laughs) like this they won't even catch on to it
5: (sighs) i honestly i probably might like I would probably just snap and be like, what's your fucking problem? Like, honestly, like what the fuck? Like, I wouldn't even come at it calmly. I'd just be like, what is this? What is this? Maybe get some of those schoolyard um comebacks. Like, are you paper or my glue? Like, all up in my barbecue, whatever that one is. Like, do I look like a grill? Why are you all up in my barbecue? Like, get out, like, or maybe
4: wear pool floaties on your arms. I'm even thinking about holidays when I'm home with my parents and I'm cooking in the kitchen. I take shifts with my mom because even that kitchen is large and I don't want her in there at the same time as me. And she'll come around and I'm like, why are you here? Or I'll have like, this island is mine. I don't want like, do not touch anything. Do not come over here. This is, this annoys me. And now I'm just thinking about how probably at this current moment, this is probably happening while you're listening to this.
5: Yeah, Liz is understanding you in a much deeper level right now. Yeah. Well,
4: I've already told her that we will not be doing. Oh, well, I snap. I yell anyway. But
5: yeah, I just think we need to like we need to normalize like yelling at other people. Yeah, because sometimes people don't hear.
4: So yes. you need to raise your voice so then they can hear you.
5: Uh-huh. Like, don't yell at your partner, but like your if your roommate, if someone is being like purposefully, like will like obtuse, then it's like, okay, all tact is out the window. I'm gonna be a petty bitch. I'm gonna gentle parent you. Hi. Oh, I see we have some big feelings here. Was there a reason why? I love my personal space. I know you must love your personal space. And right now it just feels like our personal spaces are hitting a little bit of a, of a of a pressure point. And I don't want either of us to explode. So how about I count to three? And when I'm done counting to three, you will be out of the kitchen. Then I will put a timer on. And when you hear that timer go ding, that means it is your
4: time to come back in the kitchen. How does that sound? Like I would just. You gave a lot of options. Talking like a toddler, yelling, or being passive aggressive.
5: Or physical violence. No, I'm not recommending physical violence. I'm just saying you should be proud of yourself that it has not ended up there. All right. Well, on that note, we're going
4: to take another break.
0: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall.
1: Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify in store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen.
2: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com.
0: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues
5: Are back, and it's time for our final segment, which is called But Are They Wrong? Also, Rachel of the Week, and this is where we nominate someone in Pop Culture Current Events Worst of the Week. And it could be, in my case, something that's a little farther back than a week ago, but we just want to publicly shame on them, shit talk them, and we should never forget that this is where Melissa introduced all of us to George
4: Santos. And for that, did you see that he said today that he won't be running for a second term after they've come up with all these things of like you're basically going to jail and he's like mm, i'm not gonna run again <laughs> did you see who's also not running i don't know who the man with the hired girlfriend oh yeah he two dropped
5: days out. later two yep. days later it was like tom oh. uh-huh uh-huh
4: yeah yeah he dropped out oh george did you see that george santos like has been doing like who wore it best <laughs>
5: I'm just going to say this right now. This is why I said we need to give these people reality shows. Because here's the thing. I don't agree with him. But do I want to see him on my TV? In certain circumstances, yes. Put him on Big Brother.
4: Everything he's doing, he's just been running scams. That's and I think he just got in like, so he can have a pension forever. Okay, so I have a few that I'm just going to rattle off. My very unserious one is Trevor Jackson. He knows what he did. He's an actor, but he also sings and he did a remix of Water. Why is he looking into the camera? I I want you... To, it's not just that. There's no, a no. lot going on. That's I'm so not sorry. Just, I'm seeing just the silent preview of the clip playing. I haven't even clicked on it? Uh-huh. And I, why is he looking into the camera like that? Why is he singing his heart out when that song does not require all of that? Like, I, I need you... Like, he is literally like giving his all to a song that does not require all that. And he is making faces as if he is getting his dick shoved down someone's throat actively.
5: Well, do you know why? And someone because-
4: separately is sucking his balls at the same time and has a pinky up his asshole.
5: Well, do you know why? It's because this man's claim to fame is Let It Shine, which stars.
4: I know who's in it.
5: I, for the for the people who might not know, stars <laughs> Tyler James Williams, as well as Coco and, Jones, mm-hmm. and also is in Casey Undercover, starring Zendaya. So he knows that he has been so They used to date. You know what? Today we've we've all it's full of our things. But like this, it's like he he know he's been around star power for so long that he's he can't he can't have at, he used to put all of it in. Yeah. And someone's also
4: putting it all in him. Yeah. He's also on Groanish and TikTok has been having a heyday with this. So he gets it for that reason. I'm also giving it to the Biden administration on a serious note. And they also know what they're doing currently. Not listening to their constituents. I can tell you that. Not trying to get reelected. Tell you that. Yeah. And so then here's my actual one, which is like not as heavy as Biden and not as light as Aaron was just his character's name on grown I was like,
5: who the fuck is Aaron? <laughs>
4: <laughs> New York Magazine slash vulture writer Jason P. Frank. So Robin Thede, in case you don't know, is an actress and comedian. And she's the creator of a Black Lady sketch show that aired for four seasons on HBO. Strongly recommend y'all check it out. Quint is in the first season. Um, and that's where she... Cheryl Lee Ralph was in an episode and she was watching her and she was like, "Mm, I think she's Barbara. So anyway, Robin was on a panel at Vulture Fest called Robin Thede tells us how to write comedy gooder at Vulture Fest 2023. She had like critiques for uh, sketch performances in front of a packed theater. And so she said on the panel. You get jokes even as a straight man because you're a sketch performer. Your job is to make people laugh. I don't believe that straight men should ever not have jokes. On my show, we don't believe in straight men. Even the straight men are ridiculously that. And so in case you don't know what a straight man is in comedy, (laughs) that is the person that kind of like keeps a straight face and their composure and sets up jokes for the other person that's being the funny man they help add to the comedy like for example like on the show this as in our podcast I a lot of times play yeah. the straight man and then Megan the fool does it's like called the, the fool the, and the straight Man. <laughs> yes and so and I play into it all the time Megan plays into that mm-hmm. um but as Robin was saying like the straight man also gets jokes too. And I also make jokes. We are not comedians by any means, but we are just funny. I'm using it as an example. So, uh, and it's like how I've I've said the glitter and the glue. So like the straight man is the the glue. The uh, fool is the glitter. Can I
5: give a really quick example that people might also understand? Uh Chandler Bing from Friends is the straight straight man man. man. who delivers jokes. So like Mm -hmm. it is like a very, like any good TV show, You can't have a straight man who is in the quote unquote still old timeies traditional sense of a straight man. Like it would be like compared to Joey Chandler is the straight man. Joey is the fool. But the straight man has to have their own joke. So like that's Mm -hmm. another example.
4: Very good example. And also when I was doing this, I thought about it in my head and did (sighs) not say it out loud. (laughs) So uh, with all that being said, when the article came out this week, the New Yorker tweeted out this headline. At Vulture Festival 2023, Robin Thede explains the success of a Black lady sketch show and and then, quote, on my show, we don't believe in straight men, which was purely clickbait to make it seem like she was talking about sexuality and not in the comedic sense. And Robin said, first they publish a tweet to make me sound like a man hater. Then they publish a headline that's meant to publicly out me as a joke. What did I do to y'all except teach an amazing comedy writing class for free? The New Yorker kept the post up, but then reposted Robin and said, We realized that our text and headline, or mis- headline was were misleading. The post has been updated. And now the article is, t- is titled, Robin Thede believes everyone should get jokes. What the fuck?
5: I want you to know so. that when I first read this, I and this is when I was like, Megan, we need to have you need to have a come to terms moment with your um, issues with reading and learning. I kept going, why the fuck is Robin Thicke talking about this? <laughs> and I was like, this makes and I was like, this is so offense. Like, what do you mean? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why would they have him speak? here? And I was just like, I was so livid for the wrong thing. And I was like. <laughs> Melissa, I read so much. and I was getting even more heated. And I was like, first of all, I was like, why are people defending Robin Thicke? Like, okay, what? And I lit. When I tell you, I opened the article. Photo barely starts to load. And I went, oh, we done goofed. We have done (laughs) goofed, girl. (laughs) Those letters got mixed up. Those letters got mixed up in my brain. And I was like, this made, cause I was like, why? Cause it literally said like Quinn to Brunson. I go, Robin Thicke was on Black Lady's sketch show. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, write an expose on this. Like, tell me about, like, this is fucked up. I was just so heated for all of the wrong reasons, but it did kept me amped up for when I read it. And then I was like, no, I'm still mad. I am just now actually pivoting to be mad about the right thing. So right. I think that like she gave him uh, a lot of grace, like the writer, a lot of grace of being like, for me, I was like, this man should, this person should be fired because like, I yes. genuinely, I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's not even that I think you're being uh, purposefully, willing, like willfully, obtu- like obtuse and like trying to be clickbaity. I think your editor was trying to be clickbaity. I think you are the wrong fucking reporter to send this because I don't think you, uh, I think you half-assed your goddamn fucking job, which then put her in a really fucking shitty position. Mm-hmm. And then your editor cleared it. Like, I think you right. are an idiot, which I think is an offense of its own. And I do not think you should be allowed to do the uh, and like and I think you should like give the biggest apology in the world to being like hi, I'm a stupid dumb idiot. <sighs> it's like so fucking embarrassing. And I really
4: think that like, like he wrote that and he really thought he did something with yes. it too. He was like, Yes, this is it. This sounds yeah, like get my clicks.
5: And I'm like, where do you live? Like, do you live in Los Angeles? Like, do you write entertainment? Because that is like actually fucking write entertainment insane.
4: because that's what his title is. <laughs> oh my it god. Is. Jason Frank is a writer for Vulture who covers comedy, theater, music, and queer life. So take that (sighs) as you will. Jason. Jason.
5: What can I expect? Someone named Jason. Hmm. Well. Your turn. (laughs) So I co-sign everything you said about the uh, Biden administration. I also say that I do think that as a world and a society, I think maybe we could all use whoever writes whoever the company that does the blank for dummies book I think that they should issue how to write a headline for dummies and I do think it should be required for every media publication to take that and maybe we get a little plug in in our computers before we make a headline because I think like overarchingly it's it's been a bad it's been a bad month for for headlines this is not a bad month for headlines for what I'm about to read to you this might be this is a headline that I saw that I went, no way. And I clicked it and that headline said to me, yes way. This is from, well, this is from such a fucking small ass. I can't even, I don't even know what website this is. I vetted it somewhere else. It's something, sto- some news website. What is it though? Raleigh Breaking News. It says local Raleigh News. And to this I say, thank you to all of the subreddits that I follow that share with me these crazy headlines. This headline says,
4: It's an NBC affiliate, so a local NBC station.
5: This headline says, Grins and Glocks, Wake Forest Orthodontist Offers Free Guns with Invisalign Treatment. What? Exactly. And honestly, I don't even need to read further. That's the goddamn fucking story. But here, here's the thing. So as part of promotion, Gladwell Orthodontics and Youngville Gun Club and Range are giving certain customers... Their pick between a silver membership at the Youngsville Gun Club and Range or a free Glock 19, which retails for more than five hundred dollars. So they talked the the news, the 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 publication talked with attorneys and federal agencies about the legality of such a deal because they were like, highly concerning. And the uh, Gastonia, let's say a local attorney, said that this is not the first time he has heard of a promotion such as this one. The concern here is that we're not having firearms transferred to folks who do not qualify to possess them. Possess them. This could be folks with criminal histories, mental health issues, drug and alcohol abuse issues, restraining orders against them, or in the case of a handgun under the age of 21. That said, it is perfectly legal. The most important thing that he says, though, is to make sure the recipient can legally own the firearm. Guns are like property. You can buy and sell and dispose of them, but the distinction is guns are potentially inherently dangerous. There's regulations surrounding the transfer of firearms and they've got like best practices in all of this. And so the spokesperson of the ATF, which is the Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms Explosives, said, usually these transactions are coordinated through a licensed firearm dealer to ensure the background check is conducted and the recipient can legally possess a firearm. In other cases, a gift card to a partnering business is handed out so that the recipient can work directly with a licensed dealer on the purchase. So take in mind, even like saying all of these precautions, just know that like, these are still states where people are buying so many fucking guns and not going through all of these checks. Like, these are all, like, at-will checks that they're saying. So now know that they're not even having to do that for this. So the Youngville Gun Club and Range owner said the customers will need to go to, into the store to complete a necessary background check to actually receive the gun, allegedly. You know, it's a process. They have to have a driver's license. They have to be a legal citizen. They have to be 21 or older. And, you know, we do. we'll have to see a background check. And then the owner of Gladwell Orthodontics said that the promotion is actually really only intended for people on the gun club's email list. So being like, you know, not everybody who comes in is eligible for the gun. Like, you're not going to like see it on like a little advertisement, like inside the office. It's just like, which customers we share, which I would love to know how that conversation went down. Like, how do you know how many customers you share? How did you know this was like a really fruitful and and good idea for a collaboration? And also, does Invisalign Corporate know about this shit? Because right. you said Invisalign specifically, like not clear aligners. Invisalign, that is a brand. And uh, the promotion is non-transferable. The person who ha- actually gets started with the Invisalign treatment has to actually be the eligible person. And you can also get uh, <laughs> you get free lane time at the range and other miscellaneous discounts and merchandise. Gladwell said the promotion got more attention than expected, having done partnerships with other local businesses in the past. and. We would love if people could pay more attention to some of our other charitable donations and campaigns. Last month, we did $50 for every patient that got started to the Mitchell 10-penny fund to support cancer and families affected by cancer. i got to say, it is a little crazy that you're offering a $500 gun, and then you're like, but we gave $50 to cancer.
4: Huh? But, and how is it that these things are in the same category to even begin with? And you're like, this is the same. This is the same. It goes, well,
5: are you going to collaborate with a, like... Uh, victims of family who've been killed by gun violence. Like, don't worry, we gave them $50. And then we gave the rest of them Glocks. So, oh, here we go. This is a new note that was added recently because I saved this for weeks. Align Technology, the makers of Invisalign brand, Clear Aligners, recently learned of a customer's promotional and advertising that offers a free handgun or gun range membership to qualified new patients who begin Invisalign treatment. Invisalign-trained doctors are independent practice. And Align was not involved in the development or approval of this promotion, and only learned after the fact. Oh okay after 25 years align has been helping doctors transform smiles and change lives to healthy beautiful smiles using Invisalign aligners and the promotion does not reflect our brand purpose so you can't stop them So yeah I think this is like one of the most ridiculous things ever and also uh North Carolina does have has minimal like I think the most minimum gun laws of having any gun laws like they are Tennessee so
4: might be up against them but yeah
5: Yeah but they're so they're so minimal that like yeah. When you have things like this, when you have such lax culture around guns, and specifically, like, I have a huge, fu- I mean, I have an issue with this in general. I have a huge fucking issue with the association of Glocks, Glocks in music, Glocks in rap songs, Glocks in the terms of like culture and content that young people are consuming. And you know, the same people, young people who are getting their fucking teeth fixed, like the age range of people who are getting in, like who are getting like orthodontics work. Adults are getting it. We know. I absolutely fucking stand adults with braces, but like most of them are tend to be young, and so this is like a very fucked up correlation with this. That's like being like, "Hey, come for your pediatric checkup, and we're gonna give you a bottle of Smirnoff." Like, here you go. Like, this is something. This is this is. A, and it's like, no, no, no. uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, uh. Especially because twenty one is your brain's not even fully developed here.
4: Yeah, I've heard of the complete opposite where like you turn in a gun and then get a service. And so I was like, did they just mess, when you were saying that, did they just mess up like a headline, like turn in your gun and get a teeth cleaning? But no. But also how bad is your
5: fucking business that you need to get people, you need to get people in because they want guns.
4: It's truly scary. You must
5: be doing some bad fucking shit there. That's, I think you must be doing Bad fucking business.
4: But also, like, the gun people, like, they just have all these guns sitting around where they can just give them away?
5: Yeah, so that's, I'm pretty sure the one that they're talking about is that one gun that is, like, the cheapest one that is, like, taking over everywhere and the manufacturer of it. It was based on, um, there's an episode of, Brooke, is it Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Where they go to, no, Scandal. There's an episode of Scandal where they go to, like, a gun convention kind of thing because there's just one gun that is popping up everywhere that's based on like there's now just a very affordable
4: it's it's a glock was it a smith and wesson i
5: don't remember the brand of it but like it is something like that and so it's just become like they're in such high demand because they fly off they're so fucking cheap that people buy so many of them and they resell them and like the average age of people caught with them is like very fucking young And so the manufacturers of these guns make far more than any any other kind of thing. So then like they've got all of this fucking excess. And I'm sure they can actually write it off Mm -hmm. once they donate them. That's true.
4: Yikes. All right. Yeah, they suck.
5: Yeah. And like creatively. I'm like, what a weird creative way. Like you could to put the thought into this, like you could do a lot better things. And I'm sure if you put like this much thought and scam and, like, energy,
4: you would actually be a lot better at orthodontics. Because orthodontists make a lot of money. Like, you don't need to run promotions like this. Start a hobby.
5: Like, get into event planning. Like, do something else. Like, you seem to, like, love working with the community. Like, join an adult fraternity.
4: Oh. right, That's the end of the episode. We hope you all enjoyed
5: if you did, leave us a review. Unfortunately, our reviews do not come with a freak lock, um, but they come with our endless love and adoration.
4: They come with our smiles. Did
5: you ever have braces? Nope. Do you, did you ever need them? Nope. Nice. I never had them, but... um.
4: You got a small jaw. Yeah.
5: Just a little wonky. I got a wonky jaw. But they're straight. <laughs> they're relatively straight. The only ones that aren't really... I've got gaps in the back, but like... From the front, they're not that bad. So, um, we hope you all enjoyed. Don't forget to vote for who you think was wrong in each segment in on our Instagram stories. Those will be up depending on when Melissa posts this episode. Just keep checking back. It's a holiday weekend. Check the Instagram. See, see if we see if we posted it. And It'll vote. be
4: up before the weekend because we're gonna be recording on Monday. Oh, facts. For the next That is few true. Weeks.
5: That is true. And always, you can send us a DM or a message on instagram anything like that if you have something you want us to talk about you can tag us in it and yeah i think that's it join our patreon love us forever tell us how pretty we are tell us how cool we are and hope you have a happy weekend holiday if you're celebrating any holidays or if it's your birthday happy birthday to anyone whose birthday it is right now
4: happy indigenous day yeah we'll circle back next time
5: But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks.
4: And me, Melissa Demonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.